0: I intend to live forever.
1: How dare you show your face here? Uh,
2: faces. (laughs) (laughs) Don't
1: laugh at that, you idiot!
2: A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, For those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you.
3: Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore explores where we've been and where we may go
2: next in the world of Warcraft.
3: Welcome everyone to Live, Laugh, Lore episode 75, the show that doesn't care for loose ends. Mm -mm, No, we don't. Each episode, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft one or two topics at a time. My name is Jin, and I'll be doing my best to stitch this story together, but I won't be threading this needle alone. That's right, (laughs) Allie's here too, and she'll be helping me seamlessly string together these sewing puns.
2: Sure. <laughs> Why not?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's
2: just, just had to get some puns in there. I, I had I to. It. It's
3: good. It's good. I had to. So puns aside, uh Allie, what you doing? Hey, <laughs> Ben. Why are we recording well, today? This is weird.
2: This is weird. But here's the thing. Next Tuesday, when we would have been recording, is going to be July 4th. Plus, poor Jenny boy over here has a work trip. That's true. As well. So it doesn't really work. Plus, he's going to be a little busy this weekend. And I'm going to be a little busy this weekend. So like, it just it just worked out that we're recording like back to back weeks. Yeah. Like this. It just just worked so, out that way. Yeah. Which means I've not been up to much. I've actually been really busy outside of uh, this show, including a lot of cleaning because of certain people who are from Colorado. And start getting a job and, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. know. It's just random people. I don't know. And um, no, it was actually a really D&D busy weekend because we had our campaign Mm -hmm. on Saturday. And then I had my other campaign on Sunday, plus working on Dungeon Fables. So it was kind of, I've been a little busy between all that and cleaning. It's uh, not much. Wow. I'm not going to lie. No real progression with the raid. But I'm still having fun with it. And a little bit of Diablo 4. And that's, that's about it, really, for the last week. Yeah. Well, How about like, you? Well, I'm kind of in the
3: same boat. Busy, no raid for me. I don't even know if my, you know, team progressed because, you know, we only raid on Thursday nights and Thursday night was my wedding anniversary, so...
2: That's kind of important nah. about 20 years or something. Yeah, something about that. I'm not going
3: to be attending that. And also, <laughs> I'm not going to be attending this Thursday because I'm going to be at a concert. So it's uh, true. Yeah, so no rain for me for two weeks in a row. But, you know, I got my I got my gaming laptop I'll be playing from the hotel room uh, the next two weeks. Well, there you go. So, yeah, because as Allie already talked about, I'm going to be on a weird work trip. <clears throat> Um, but we get some Rocky Mountain High end. That's going to be good. Um, that's. We're, John, we're doing that too. It's
2: a John Denver song. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Relax.
3: <laughs> right out of the gutter. John Denver's great.
2: <laughs> John Denver. I grew up listening to John Denver. I get it. I was just, I was being silly. You got the puns. I got other jokes. It's fine. Uh-huh.
3: uh-huh. I see how it goes. I see how it goes. Uh-huh. All right, well,
2: yeah, yeah, it's It's going to be
3: great. It's going to be a great time. I'm I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it, especially because, you know, concert. I love concerts. It's nice to be able to go to concerts again.
2: It really is. And we're going to, for those who have heard of or been to Red Rocks, awesome experience. Awesome, awesome.
3: Yeah, well, it's going to be good. I've
2: been in, I've been in like 15 years, 18 years. Like, it's been a long time.
3: I'm really excited. Yeah, well, okay, well. I, it's my first time going, and it's your first time in a while going. So, cool. yes, coo coo coo. Well, yeah, that's it for me because, uh, yeah, like I, yeah, I don't play much WoW. But I've been doing other things. And speaking of other things, let's do this.
0: Nothing
2: beats a brew shared between friends.
3: Yeah. So I'm really curious. What would you do, Allie? What did you do?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're once again doing the Live Laugh Floor Mixology Special. I like that. We should use that every time we do this. It's awesome, because we 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 both have a lot of different alcohols in our households, and some of them need take it will kind of get used up. Ones we wouldn't use much, like banana liqueur. <laughs> I forget which one. It was one that had like banana liqueur and rum was, and like the blackberry. The I think it was. The was rum it the runner. rum runner? That sounds yeah. right. That was the rum runner. And so I have. I I don't really use banana liqueur, so I'm like, okay, I got I got to use some of this. All right. And I still have some Malibu, because why not? And I still have a little bit of pineapple juice. So it's like, we're going to mix this all together. So it's banana liqueur, some classic Malibu coconut rum, and some pineapple juice. And I'm calling it crazy banana, because you have to drink it with a crazy straw.
3: Oh, okay. Perfect.
2: That's, that's gorgeous. I like that. It's a blue crazy straw, and it makes me happy, so I'm calling it crazy banana. I'm sure there's some other name for it, like ghetto banana <laughs> colada or something. It's not I, <laughs> well, because it was coconut <laughs> rum. <laughs> I didn't put the coconut cream in it; just coconut rum. I almost did coconut cream. I'm like, no, we got the coconut rum. That's fine. So I don't know. Maybe maybe the other name could be ghetto banana colada. <laughs> But I'm calling it crazy banana because that just sounds silly, and it's a crazy straw. So
3: this is reminded me—it's
2: peanut butter gelatin, peanut.
3: You know, because it was a banana that was always dancing. So that's—it's that's,
2: true. Yeah. This is not peanut butter, though. It's, it's no, it's not. no. It's not. It's not no. peanut
3: butter. No, it is not.
2: Yep. What'd you make?
3: Well, I'm trash. Um. So. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're wait. You're trash? Are you trash, or are you trash to-
3: I am trash. Uh I'm a, I'm uh I'm apparently <laughs> the epitome of you know just trash. Uh cuz I you was like not. I, I am you. like you know what? I am so busy today just blah blah, blah blah, and I was like running behind uh even sending an messages. I'm going to be like 5 minutes late. And I didn't put any thought. I didn't like go through my cabinet. I was just like I was like screw it. <laughs> and I grabbed some vodka and I dumped it in the mountain dew. So
2: Hey, there is nothing wrong with that because vodka Mountain Dew is delicious. I support this wholeheartedly.
3: Yeah, I think the last time I drank that, um, I think I woke up on a bathroom floor. So um, it reminded me of uh, <laughs>
2: well,
3: this is a long time ago, um, back in the old Marine Corps days. So uh, yeah, it's reminded me of um, being a trash individual. So there you go. That's why I, I, I am trash. <laughs>
2: It reminds me of college. I did some Mountain yeah. Doom vodka in college. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I think yeah. the Marine Corps for me was effectively my college years. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. Basically.
3: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was, it, it's not gross, but, uh, hey, it gets the job done. Cause hey, literally, it works.
2: I just went it's to gas good. station,
3: slurped some down, and then just topped it off with vodka. I, I was just like, there you burp, go. Burp, burp, burp. And there we go. And I can definitely taste that there's vodka in there. So, so fun for that. Um, <laughs> Fun for that. <laughs> words together, things w- words, they do.
2: Words hard. Words are hard.
3: Yeah, sure. They 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 work no good sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes work goodly. So speaking of word hard thing, um, <laughs> I don't know if you <laughs> took a look at this uh, thing that I wrote for you there. I Allie. did, and
2: it hurts. <laughs> so so, like uh, it's some weird like Southern Redneck pirate is what this sounds like to it's me. It's
3: pirate. So I took our No, this
2: is Southern Redneck Pirate. This
3: is no no. So what I did is I took our standard Patreon blurb and sent it through a turn into a pirate. So you're it's a pirate translated version of it.
2: Right. <laughs> it's really hard. I tried this before when I was waiting for you. And I tried to not slip into like a southern accent with it, and it was very challenging. <laughs> well that's serious. So maybe I'm gonna turn it into redneck <laughs> pirate. <laughs> southern redneck pirate. Patreon edition.
3: Well let's let's, let's hear it. I'm I'm curious.
2: All right, all right. Ahoy oh, there, our listeners. Do you like supporting shows that Nader Is that nader word? I think it's what makes me feel southern about it. I think it's natter. Natter, I nader? I don't know. Natter. You're,
3: you're nattering about.
2: Sure. We'll start over again. Because why not? Ahoy to our listeners. That's like saying ahoy. Do you like supporting shows that nodder about the hobbies and interests that ye be also into? Do you find yourself nattering back to the host out loud while listening in the car or while riding on a train? If you've answered to any of these riddles, stay tuned till the end of the show to find out where ye, how ye, where ye, can keep this show in our habits going
3: <laughs> that's beautiful that was
2: how am I supposed right? to live laugh love in these conditions
3: I don't know well since this is being recorded only a week since the last one and right now all the news is surrounding us is Microsoft going to be able to buy it which we already kind of went in depth pretty yeah. much last week so um, that's it any, any thoughts before we jump forward that's it <laughs> okay, moving word. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you what you, what you talking about? Uh, so yeah, so 10, 10.1. it's coming to an end. It's done, everybody. It's done. It's 10.15 one five time. In fact, by the time all the genuine, genuine, general words, they're so so challenging. <laughs> by the time the general public will be have, listening to this episode, 10.15 one five will be out. Mhm. It's coming. It's yeah. It's gonna be. It's it's right around the corner. Right around the corner. It's true. So first up, we're gonna be covering uh, the final cutscene of Abaris. Right? We're gonna be co- covering that, and that's not. The, that's not like Daddy. I'm oh, Dang it! I'm dead. Not that one. No, it's it's the, it's the, <laughs> the aftermath one. Right? It's the it's the cutscene yes. that everyone thought they were gonna get, but they did get. You just had to go do 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 a quest. So we're gonna talk about that. And then we're also going to talk about the whole tier quest line that I didn't even know was it coming. I just looked up my map one day. I was like, oh, there's a quest. But go do it. <laughs> so, okay. That's what we're going to talk about. All right. It sound like it sound like playing Allie? Let's do it. All right, we're going to do it. So, obviously, before I play our first clip, because we're just going to play it in entirety, just we're going to play it all. Yeah, if you have not killed Sarkarith and done the quest... Afterwards, and then seeing the cutscene, this is your warning. This is your warning. It's just, you give it a pause, come on back. But you know, it's coming out with 5 so you're probably good. But still, warning nonetheless.
0: I don't, I don't know why you got to do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you got to hey. do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs.
3: So, and with that out of the way, let's kick off this whole discussion by listening to the cutscene.
0: May his name he ever remembered.
1: After what he has done, why
0: treat him with such respect? He was Drakthir, and his memory will be a lesson. Instead of helping our people heal, he led many to despair and ruin, chasing the illusion of Neltharion's power.
1: If only Sarkarath had taken Deathwing's tragedy to heart, and understood that his legacy was poisoned long ago.
0: It is time for the Drakthir to make our own path.
1: Where do you hope it will lead?
0: Far from the shadows of the past that have haunted us, and free to build a legacy of our own to a future you inspired me to believe in, Abyssian.
1: Even the most painful moments have something to teach us. Notharian was my teacher, my father, and my commander. I aspired to lead the flight as he would have, unable or perhaps
0: unwilling. To acknowledge the true malignancy of his vision. I never knew Neltherian. Only Deathwing. Invading my nightmares, reveling in the certainty that I would become as twisted as he was. That is not who you are, my brother. (laughs) I thought my destiny was to guide our flight to its future. And I shall, but simply as myself, not as an aspect. Nor shall I seek that mantle. It would seem your days of hiding are over for good.
1: I am humbled. May your trust and faith in me... Guide my every step. For today, we emerge from all the shadows that sought to sow doubt and shame within us. The Black
3: Dragonflight's
1: legacy is ours to create.
3: All right. Initial thoughts, Allie. What did you think?
2: It was great. And I definitely feel like it made up for the sad Zargreth. Cinematic,
3: yeah, yeah. The (laughs) thirty seconds
2: of I'm dead, (laughs) right? (laughs) The drama, but I think also again we see some of the character development with Sibelian and Rathion and Abyssian and Emberthal even, and kind of that that feeling of camaraderie and unity between them with what they've had to deal with in their lives, even though like it's all they they've had separate paths. But they all seem to understand each other more and respect each other more, which I think is really great, and I, I liked it. I thought it was really good.
3: Yeah. So, as I was listening back to this for I several times, and I didn't have the YouTube video up. Just listening to it, I just got. I really got to point out, Warcraft is really doing a damn good job with their voice acting recently. Like,
2: yes,
3: like so good, really good, like. The who I don't actually know who does the voice of Rathian, but really good. Like, like, like the way he was kind of you know all the emotions that he was getting into about how Deathwing was you know basically you know invading his mind and his memory and making him feel like like that's the only option he had. It becomes twisted and and messed up as he was, and then like the Sibelian, like that that's not you. Like, Like, take it easy. Like that's not you. It's just like. Like yeah, really good. Like impressively good that that cutscene uh, was was voice acted. So
2: yeah, it's able to display a lot of emotions yeah. and a wide range of it, which is great.
3: Yeah, especially Wrathian uh, and Sibelian is um, in particular. Um, Emberthal very subdued, just just sad, right?
2: Just I mean, for that moment, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it
3: totally it totally makes sense in the moment because Emberthal is just like yeah. I'm done seeing Drakthir die. I don't want to see any more Drakthir die. And, you know, Starkreth went off and, you know, went another path. And it's why i Starkre- or why Emberthal didn't even join in, you know, the, the assault on, uh, Avaris. Right. She was like, no, nope, yeah. I'm not doing it." You guys, you too. <laughs>
2: Bye-bye. When you, when you said she didn't join in, my brain immediately went to, on the all the reindeer games, and then I'm imagining <laughs> <laughs> what track the reindeer games, games so. would look like. And uh, yeah, but I agreed with all your points.
3: Did, did you ever uh, hear the version of that song as a as a preschool teacher? Like Monopoly, right? Would they ever shout that uh, out?
2: I mean, we did that in elementary school. <laughs> we mean in preschool. We did that growing up. Did you not? That's
3: not how the song went. Every single time, a kid would go
2: like Monopoly. I'm like, shut up. It's not <laughs> I feel like we did that in a school play even.
3: Oh, I hated it. <laughs> I freaking oh, I also I also wanted to slap people when it's like, and you'll go down in history like George Washington. Shut it. <laughs> that that part always made me mad. I was like, so dorky. Stop. So dorky. Uh but back I'm to I'm making me. mental
2: notes on how to troll you when you're oh, here okay. if I need all right, to.
3: Alright. Christmas time, just just do that. I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So anyways, anyways, so a couple questions that, you know, I wrote down. Did you, did you like the choice of the aspect? Because pretty obvious that, I mean, if you've listened to a couple episodes, you've already heard me go, I know who I want the aspect to be. Guy. Yeah.
2: Like, originally I was like, do you want Sibelian or Rathian? And between the two of them, I was like, Rathian for sure. Like, Sibelian it's to- it's total sus for me. But then once Abyssian actually started coming into the picture more and more, I was like, screw them. Give me Abyssian. <laughs> like, he is out of all of them, he is the most level headed one. And even though he doesn't want that role, I kind of think that makes him more suited for the role because he's not going to be some weird, power hungry, more easily susceptible to the Whispers kind of situation, you know? So I, I, I feel like Abyssian at the end of the day was the best choice. And kind of the only choice, really.
3: Yeah, I think it was by far the best choice. Especially, I don't have a cutscene. I didn't grab the the audio from it. But when they break the news to Alexstrasza, there's a moment where Abyssian is like, "Is like, yeah, we're all agreed. It's me, but I cannot do it without my general, Sebalion, so or my diplomat
2: and my diplomat. Yep. Rathen. And I thought that was just that was. It was beautiful. It was the best moment, the best way to handle it. I feel like if it was the and Rathian in his shoes, they wouldn't have done that.
0: Right.
2: I mean, they they probably would have treated the others as like advisors and like picked their brains once in a while. But they probably would have been like, yep, it's me. I'm your aspect. You may all thank me now for my presence. So <laughs> I think uh, Abyssian doing it that way was very Abyssian like and very true to his character and made a lot of sense. And I love it.
3: Yeah. Now, usually when I play World of Warcraft, I'm just secluded away in my office, and I'm just playing by myself. I don't say anything. I just I'm just enjoying reading things quietly, listening, and, and being immersed in the game. But when I was witnessing that quest uh, and you know the whole dialogue and as it wrapped up, it was the first and only time that I was like, "Well, that would have been funny, like as a stream moment or something like that." Because <laughs> what happens at the end of that quest? Is they all turn back into dragons, including the black dragons, which are also Abyssian. <laughs> they're, so small. they're so tiny! <laughs> I literally
2: out loud went, "Oh, he's a baby dragon!" <laughs> <laughs> like you think a bi- at least Abyssian would be a little bigger? You would think. Like, why is why is Abyssian you know, so tiny? Like Raphian? I get okay, he's a punk ass teenager, but like Zebelian, you think be a little bit bigger? But Abyssian, like. He's old. Come on, man. Why is he so little? <laughs> he's so little. Is this, is this a... Wow. I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: really I don't. don't. I didn't get it
2: either. I'm like, you think he'd be a little bigger? Like, yeah. I would say maybe, you know, when he gets... When the Aspects finally get their power, maybe he's going to get bigger. But Marithra wasn't small, right?
3: No, no. She, I mean, she wasn't she was the same smaller. size of everyone else. She was smaller, but she was but way not, bigger than a biscuit. Like,
2: yeah. Like, what is... What is that? That's stupid. Know. That was a stupid choice, Blizzard. Yeah, stupid. Now, I will g-
3: grant them that. Clearly, probably when he does become Aspect, he he will get a glow up. Um, he better, particularly because Caligos, like for example, just go around
2: Sunwell. He don't. Yeah, he's he, he got glow up. He got glow up. <laughs> Although they're starting to old old versions of Caligos are starting to replace him with glow up Caligos. Well, I hope
3: they don't do it. But, uh, that'd be weird if they. Now, now I need
2: to go run in Sunwell and see if you got the glow up or not in there. But Damn yeah, it. they're starting to update that a little bit here and there.
3: Yeah, I mean it makes sense in a lot of places, but that's the one place where it's like that's an Vena timeline. Don't do that. Dude, <laughs> that's
2: such a weird timeline, though. Maybe <laughs> they're just trying to brush that timeline under the rug. Like we know it's crazy. It doesn't make much sense, guys. Just Envena. Oh, I love you, Vena.
3: <laughs> you love the Sunwell. Oh, uh, jeez. Corey Alistraz is probably like, jeez, dude, I didn't think that was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about right. that. It made to make a dragon fall in love with a something I accidentally created. I didn't. Whatever. <laughs> and that, he didn't accidentally do it. He did it on purpose. But, so not the fall in love part. That's that was the weird part. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, no king shaming, but at the same time. It's interesting. <laughs> it's
3: interesting. It's interesting. It's <laughs> interesting. It's
2: something. Calico's, he's got
3: some interesting choices. That's all I'm saying. I mean, I totally understand the Jano thing. Like, yeah. hmm Yep. Uh, but, uh. And Vena. I don't know. Especially once you figured out it was the Sunwell.
2: Right. <laughs> all right. All right.
3: Whatever. Anyway, so, Yeah. Um, obviously, we already answered the, the next question I had. Uh. So we're we'll just skip over that. Now, this is this is one of the, the things I've, I've actually had in mind because it's really... It's not that it's weirded me out. I just... I think it's cool. So do you actually like how the Black Dragon story like is being handled? Especially if you think about nine minutes ago, it felt like every Black Dragon was evil. Everyone hated him. If you see a Black Dragon, kill it. Now they're hey they're up in Valdragon having fun. Yeah, they brought the eggs back in. O oh, stones, all right. Just like what's what's your feel around the black dragons overall? I mean, obviously Deathwing's dead. Old God presence is supposedly according to Stevie D diminished, not really there anymore. But obviously, go to Sarkarath's room. There's still something there. Uh, <laughs> there is. So, like, what do you what are your thoughts around the black dragon flight? Kind of how Dragonflight is handling that overall.
2: I mean, overall, it does feel like a quick turnaround, like to your point, like for the longest time was the Black Dragonflight is evil and oh, what's Rathian up to? Is he good or evil? I don't know. He's morally like, gray. Yeah. Right? <laughs> They've been like slowly building on Rathian a bit and at least utilizing him. But like we haven't seen anything else from the rest of the Black Dragonflight. It's just Rathian and anyone who followed him. And then we had and a little I'll, bit.
3: We had a little bit of a busy in Legion, but it was just like, I, don't no, hide, but, I hide
2: over here. I don't go anywhere.
3: Right, yeah. That was it.
2: Yeah, it just that was it. It was just a little bit. Um, yeah, so it's it, it was a lot to kind of go from that to where we are now. But at the same time, like y- y- you got to address it somehow. And you can't like slow down the rest of the progress of the game just to fully engross yourself in addressing it. So I think how they've handled this is actually pretty good because... We saw, like I said earlier, the character development of Sibelian and Rothian and Abyssian through this whole thing, and we saw a lot, even with the Olga whispers. You know, how they realizing, oh, like they impact us more we're in our dragon form, and but when we're in our visage form, we kind of have a handle on it. It's okay now, and you know, we saw those moments when they were honest with each other and the other aspects about the whispers. And they were very self-aware, which I thought was really good, like, progress for them. And the fact they they were trying to fight it instead of giving in was good progress. And then we saw especially Sibelian, who again, I like him more now. He started out being super sus. But, you know, originally he was like, he had to be the one in power. He was the only one who had the true legacy. He wanted to kill all these drakes. How dare Emberthal break the uh, oath break binder? You know, like, he was so... He was so sabellian. (laughs) He was so stupid and so power hungry and so annoying. But we see how he is now. And it's a good example of the Black Dragon fight in general and how they've kind of have tried to progress a story quickly that can be addressed and grown, but then move on because there's so much other story to tell. So I think, especially in this like 0.1 patch, a little bit in like the .0 patch too. Like it's it's been. I think they've done a pretty good job taking care of that.
3: Okay, so um, I've come up with the perfect reference of like perfect pop culture reference of okay how Sibelian was feeling right after he witnessed what Sarcareth did and what Sarcareth is up to and all of that, and they he noticed where that took him. Okay. In one of the episodes of the Big Bang Theory in the final season when they were working towards getting the Nobel Prize, Amy Farrah Fowler completely loses it, lashes out and says, you obviously don't have imposter syndrome because you are imposters. You can't have imposter syndrome if you really, truly are imposters. And she just went (laughs) nuts. Right. And Sheldon Sheldon turns and says, is that what I look like normally? Because yikes. (laughs) Oh, I remember that one. That's yeah, good. That was Sibelian looking at Starkareth, going, "Is that what I looked like?" Because yikes! <laughs> and he went, "Ah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to take a step back and reevaluate what I've been doing." Re- the thing, and you know, just like they all kind of worked their worked through. Yeah, because uh, they're like, that's is, uh, th- yeah. And it seemed like, honestly, Abyssian was a, really the only one. Rathian a little bit right because he was Plagued with the dreams and everything like that but Abyssian was really the one that was like Dude Deathwing's legacy has been poisoned Corrupted since the beginning This isn't something to, to emulate You don't want this This is right It's, it's bad it's bad guys It's bad <laughs> it's real bad <laughs> Right if if Neltharion Said to do it you know remember, So just WWDD What would Deathwing do if he would do that thing, <laughs> just like Dwight Schrute said, would an idiot do that, or would Deathwing do that? Don't do it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then I don't do that
3: thing. Yeah, I don't do that thing. That's that's how that works. <laughs> All right, next question that I have written down here. So, what do you think? What he would actually? Back it up. That's not even what I wrote down. I wrote down. Do you agree with Emberthal's treatment of Sarkareth? How? She's like, may his name ever be remembered. Like, that's the opening line to the frigging cutscene. Do, yeah,
2: do you agree with that? I, I, I do. In that, like, A, it makes sense that she's grieving. Consider all that she has lost. And then the Draxan in general. But I think it's important to remember Sarkrath like, as, as one of the survivors of Neltharion and everything that happened. And then, you know, them being, you know, in, imprisoned for eons, right? But then how he went searching after the legacy and got corrupted and the void. Like, I think it's important to remember what happened with him and use it as a learning thing. And I think it's also okay to grieve him, even though he's evil, because of there's so few Drakthir that survived and they just lost another one. You know, they lost a few. There's a lot of Starcrest, you know, lackeys died in the process, too, so... I think it may. I mean, what do you think about it?
3: Honestly, I think it's uh, it, obviously it's a good lesson, right? It's one of those things in, in life. You want to remember the atrocities. You want to you want to understand your history. You want to understand where it all comes from. So you don't do the stupid thing of repeating it. Right. It's like, don't don't do that. That's a, that's a big, important thing. But I think this is almost like it seems like Emberthal's treatment of Sarkrath is and it may come up later. Right. So it's only the reason I bring it up is. It kind of goes against um, what the Aspects originally did with, say, Galakrond, right? They kind of changed the story and tried to hide it because they're like, oh, they don't know. We right. don't want people to learn the truth. So they were like, seriously, Libby. <laughs> they didn't want people to learn the truth because they're like, oh, that we'll have, we'll have some copycats. People are, are going to, other dragons are going to try and do, do the same thing. And I think Emberzahll is just like taking the different approach of like, no, this is what he did, and that's what, yeah, that's what it led to, right? So you really want to, you really want to do that? It's not a good idea. So I think it's actually a a much wiser approach, probably. Like, it's, yeah, like it's letting people know the truth is always.
2: I don't know. It just feels better. It just feels better to me. Yeah, what? I mean, if you consider, you know, going back to the Black Dragonflight, right? Like, Sibellian, Rathian, and Ibisian learned what happened to Eltharion? how he went mad. And so because they had that knowledge, they were able to be self-aware of the whispers and how the whispers were impacting them. It's important, just like with this. Like, they're being honest with what happened with Starkreth and other, that may others may learn from it. It's not it's not easy, but it's important.
3: Yep. Now, this is a really random question, but I'm just curious. So so we do know that we have some, the new Evogor spec coming, the next patch. Cool, cool, cool. Obviously, that's probably going to be a little, you know, Adamantia and all that is probably going to tie into it. Blah, 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 blah. I hope so. Yeah, it feels almost because, I mean, that's yeah. where all the power went. If you think about it, like that's where it was all siphoned out of the theater and into like Adamantia's cage. And so, yeah, no, so, it's where it's going to come from. So like, what else do we think is installed for Emberthal and the rest of the drag Is like, is that the end of their story in Dragonflight? Or going to get more cool stuff or... And if your answer is like mine, uh, I don't know. That's cool, too. Just thought I would
2: throw it here. Like I think I think because of the new spec. Like, I'm sure they're going to get some cool quest line, probably involving Adamanthea. But I think at this point in general, it's not going to be as much of a spotlight on the Drakthir because they got so many other Thor stories to tell and so many loose ends that we want answers for. But the Drakthir now get a chance to find out who they are. And what their place is on Azeroth. And I can see Amberthal basically being the class representative. You know, granted, Jack, they are, you know, horde and alliance. But, like, Amberthal, you know, is, is basically going to be their leader now, I would think. And I, I think she's going to be a good one. And now the Jack, they are going to figure out where they are in this world. And then in the next expansion, they will have spent enough time on Azrath and learn from trainers and then more classes will get to be Drakthir.
3: Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd and
2: like then that. I'm going to have a hard time not changing my worgen to a Drakthir.
3: And then you're These are my be- predictions. Yeah, and then you're going to be like, my worgen got bit by a dragon and that's how it <laughs> happens.
2: <laughs> I cannon. have considered it.
3: <laughs> right, so, yeah, no, I mean, that's, I'm pretty certain that they were Already talking about letting drag there be other other classes. Um, eventually, they never like completely ruled it out. It was just like, uh, they got a unique uh model, and we, we you know,
2: for yeah, like they time's have time. sake, like we're just gonna do one. It, it it does honestly make sense with the story, though. Yeah, it does. Like they 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 just came out of a hibernation or whatever, right? Like it makes sense that they would not be attuned to the light already, <laughs> you know, like. They need time to learn and Blizzard needs time to work on the art assets and animation and stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah. So we've actually pretty much already wrapped up the rest of these questions. So, yeah, I think it's time to jump into the next topic. A little bit of tear. some tears. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom or something like that, which I haven't played That's yet. That's wrong game.
2: Oh, okay. Wrong game.
3: Yeah, okay. All right. So. <laughs> all right. Next story, like we said, 10.1 uh, It's important to acknowledge is a quest that you pick up and your hold from Nas dormo. Now, like I already made a joke about, right? If you if you haven't done this, it's just it's just waiting for you. Right? open up your app. You'll see. Great. You. you gotta go do it. Now, it's clearly setting up the infinite dragon story coming up next in 10.5 So we got, we got to talk about it. Got to talk about it. All right. So let's keep going. So what's going on with this quest? Well, it's actually really, really simple. Really simple premise. Nazdormu believes that he can use the Silver Dragon Scale to collect enough of Tears' memories to bring him back. All right? They're like, we don't need no stinking discs. We just need a smidgen of memory, and we can bring him back. That's all we need. All right. Well, and this is a very obviously direct follow-up to Valdrakin Twelve quest line, which yes. we we'll covered during Episode Sixty Two. If you would like a little refresher there. Yeah, you know, we rebuild Tears' body and blah 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 blah. So obviously. Nazdormu was like, hey, this is the plan. And uh, once again, I would just like to point out, thank you, Blizzard, for when Caligos is there giving us a portal. Appreciate that.
2: That was so awesome. Thank <laughs> you.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, Caligos is like, oh, don't worry. I got a portal for you. <laughs> so you take a portal and you get right to uh, Tear's to Fall. Yes. Specifically to Tear's tomb, which... There's like I think the Shadow Priest had a quest. That's where you actually picked up Zalatath, uh, Was in Tears Tomb off of the body yep. of Kithix, which will be mentioned in this quest line, uh, and and I think the Arms Warrior as well. I think it was an Arms Warrior that that got got a weapon from there too. But anyway, that's that's where that takes place. All right, uh, Stony Tony's there. Kornos. Yeah, whatever, um, he's there too, so he's doing some of the voiceover. Uh yeah, so we go to the Tears Tomb and uh, we meet up with a paladin, the Tears Guard, which I thought was kind of funny because like we're the Tears Guard. And I'm like, isn't but you're a paladin? I thought that was, and then I was like, oh wait, that's the Tears Tears Guard, Tears Guard, where the mages that were hunting down. Um, yes. Being,
2: uh, <laughs> Some of these names are starting Medivh's to sound a little, too, <laughs> a little too similar.
3: <laughs> what a freaking name is I can't remember off the top of my head. I I got Envina in my head. I'm like, that's nuts. A- Eggwin? Eggwin. There you go. Eggwin. <laughs> not Envina. Not not the Sunwell. No. But he was Mommy. <laughs> Eggwin. That was the Tearsguard. But Tearsguard. Seriously. Tearsguard. Um they apparently killed the um they apparently killed up uh, the the freaking uh, Lich King on heroic and they got the um the freaking box when you finish up uh Shadow Shadow Yeah, Shadow Morn. Cause uh, he was wearing the tabard that you get from that. That's the same tabard that you get from uh, completing the Shadowborn Legendary. <laughs> in case you're
2: I curious. still need to. I'm. I just need to take care of the the bites from Queen Lanethel. Like I'm. I'm really close. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. let
3: You got Glanithil, and Then you got to do the uh, the other ones easier to do. But you yeah, gotta, you need a you know you know buddy to get them to do the bites is the problem. Oh so, yeah, I get that. Alright, well, we're gonna jump right into this and uh, we're gonna introduce our little quest and we're gonna get in because, uh, oh, just a little fun little thing. Is, so we get all, get all set up because we go down there with the paladin, we get set up, we start downloading some memories in Tears Tomb, plug in the silver scale, and this happens.
1: Activating the silver scale transported us into Tears Memories. But I do not know this memory or this place. I do. This, this is Tyr's fall. Could it be? This must be his legendary battle with Sakaj. Tyr's final battle. His noble sacrifice.
3: Yeah. Obviously, we're in the memory memory of Tyr. It's pretty awesome. Um... And I just, I, I think it's a pretty awesome little, little thing. So uh, let's keep going, and we'll find out what
0: happens next.
1: Get to safety, my loyal Vrykul. I will hold them off.
0: These horrors are too many and too strong. We will proceed as one and aid you against the Kaj.
1: No, protect the Vrykul. I will deal with the karge. We will await your return. Ironia and Arcadus made their way south to Alderman after this. Tyr never made it. Alderman, it is now a place of great sorrow. Arcadus and Ironia waited a long time, and we lost Tear's memory disk there.
3: All right, so I got a question for you. How are you enjoying Blizzard putting in older lore moments in the game that were previously only found in Chronicle?
2: Oh my gosh, I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) It's making me so happy to finally see these moments play out and to actually get, you know, Blizzard's voice acting and cinematics to it and have it it be acknowledged in the game. And not only because I love seeing it played out, but then knowing that there are... People who may not actually read material outside the game get to see it too and learn this lore, and I love it. And I hope they keep doing it. It's awesome.
3: Yeah, I think, I think it's freaking awesome. Um, I'm totally in agreement with you. I think, and obviously this would be very difficult to do to put it into context, especially the way that they're actually pulling it off with tier. It's actually pretty cool. Um. Cause it's like, uh, what are you gonna do? Like, we already killed Loken. Like, you would have had to like do something, maybe, maybe back in Wrath to really make it make sense with all that. But you could probably figure out a way to play with that. It was because of Loken's betrayal is even why they're you know heading down here to on. all right. So, and the fact that he's got all the Rikel with him and stuff like that. So I don't know. I just think this is really awesome. Obviously, if you don't know this whole story, it's all found in Chronicle Volume One. Check it out. <laughs> all right now I do have one fun question for you are there any other moments in the lore that you can actually think of that you would love to see represented in
2: game oh there's plenty, yeah, there's plenty.
3: We you plenty <laughs> I gotta give you one
2: <laughs> the the, fir- the first couple ones that come to mind are uh aguin's battle with Sargeras
3: oh yeah that'd be cool
2: and and when you know she she can you know kind of defeated him and then kind of tried to you know at least the, the part of him that remained, tried to, you know, bury him and used runes with the help of the Highborn and everything. And that's why it became the Tomb of Sick Air. It's like to be able to see that battle and then seeing the aftermath of it would be really cool. I think also seeing, I mean, we we've, oh, we've, we've kind of see the dark portal made yeah, in game, right? Morass, like the first yeah. one. Yeah. Black I, mean, I mean, that's not, that's not when the portal was like we didn't get to see it being built or anything, but I feel like we've had a couple of quests here and there that had like little visions of Medivh and Goldan talking.
3: A little bit. I mean, I, now that the game is, the technology and everything is getting so much better and all that stuff. Like, it would be fun to see that same kind of storyline play out with a fresh coat of paint. I'll put it that way. <laughs> that'd be, yeah. That'd be nice to see.
2: Yeah. But, I mean, there's so many little things like, and things that won't are not, not big enough to make it in the game. But like, the... um. Everything happened with De- with uh, Deadwind Pass and the Karazhan Tower and Medivh and why it looks how it is now.
3: I think it would be very cool, but this is more of just me wanting more information is I'd like them to actually just explain what the heck is up with Karazhan because, yeah, that's still kind of like a mystery why Karazhan is the way it is.
2: Um, part partly because of ley lines.
3: Well, yeah, it's we one know. of
2: those. Oh, there's a bunch of ley lines here. Shenanigans happen.
3: hmm. Yeah. Uh, the one that I always wanted to see represented in a game, especially like as a like the one that always got me, and I thought it would be pretty cool is if you created a uh, time walking dungeon, right? And it was the infinite dragons and they were doing like kind of like uh, Garrosh shenanigans or whatever. And they were trying to do crap like that. And you had it where you had to uh, <laughs> where you had to actually fight against the Draenei and in, uh, in Shatreth.
2: Ooh!
3: right. You're like, oh, I'm part of the of the old horde. And you're like, cause you know, how sometimes in, um sometimes they turn you into uh, like, for example, uh, yeah, the, the night well or not the night well, not the Nightwell, well, uh, well of eternity, that dungeon, they turn you into night elves. It was like, a well, yeah. night made night well. That's, I gotcha. It's wrong, well, wrong. Well, it's wrong. Well. So yeah, when you when you went and did that dungeon, everyone turned into a night elf. It'd be pretty entertaining if it we everyone got turned into uh, a magar orc because they hadn't actually drank the blood yet. Right. I right. Think that's the most inter- the most interesting thing about that is a lot of people are like, oh, they were under control of the demon blood. Not yet. <laughs> they hadn't actually drank it yet. So that would have been
2: uh, a fun one to see. Um. You know what I want to see? Yeah, what's that? The freaking first ones. Oh, yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> and the creation of everything. Granted, that's not in Chronicles. I don't think Chronicles mentions the first ones once. But I feel like they can go back and explain to us who the first ones are. And then how this universe that we all are interested in and we talk about and speculate on and it keeps growing. How it actually started.
3: But yeah. great. That'd be nice, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'm I'm sure there's a bunch of others that you know. If I dug oh, around for and sure. thought about it longer, it'd be make really cool uh, moments in time. You'd Arthas make,
2: is invincible. That would just
3: be sad. That would just be sad. Like okay, we can get some some sadness in there. Yeah, that'd be that'd be good. Uh, you actually speaking of Arthas invincible, they should probably just do this in game one time. Just a just to finally put the, the weird speculation at ease, which at this point it pretty much has died down because we're not in Shadowlands anymore and we're not in Battle for Azeroth. But specifically the the moment in time where Kalia Menethil had to hide in the ditch from the Forsaken that were like overrunning the, the town and because yeah. everyone was like, oh, freaking Kalia is uh freaking Talia is. Talia's mom, right? <laughs> like, right. Everyone was thinking that. It's like, uh, no, no, it's it's not. Nope. But yeah, I think the a little bit more backstory into uh, uh, Callie would actually be pretty cool because, especially in game, right? Seeing seeing something like that would be yeah, awesome. For sure. Yeah, because all that was, I think that was in Before the Storm when have talked about that. So yeah. All right. So that's fun of that. Now. The rest of the quest, uh, most, of the, most of the quest is just you running around as tears, smashing things with a hammer, right? That's really what you're doing the majority of the time. You're just like smash, smashy, 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 smashing all the little nasty bits uh, with his pretty it's badass It's very hammer. satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice hammer. It's a holy paladin. Yeah. It's kind of jealous of you. I, I wish I could tr- totally transmog into that thing. I do have it on my holy paladin. And we <laughs> finally front, we, we finally confront, front, confront, the saddest thing, saddest thing, is that they pronounce it. The actual pronunciation is zakaj, right? Because when you read it, it looks like zakajaz, right? <laughs> it looks like zakajaz. <laughs> that would be great. That
2: was the saddest thing.
3: <laughs> I will deal with zakajaz, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> That'd be great.
3: Oh goodness. Yeah. So anyway, Tier he goes up against. Zekajads. Uh, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's take a listen to that.
1: The Vrykul stand at my side. They are not like your kind. Kithix has abandoned you. My kind. <laughs> Order does not protect against betrayal. The Vrykul may stand with you. But one of your dragon pits, the aspects, they will betray you, dear.
3: All of them.
1: Would you like to see?
3: All right. So first of all, I just loved the line. Order does not protect against betrayal. That's like, that's That's pretty good.
2: True. Yeah, that's good.
3: It's like I like you. It's like, (laughs) sure. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right, so obviously we're all very well aware of Deathwing and even Malagos going a little, little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Uh, and obviously the existence of the Infinite Dragons means that at some point in the timeline, or possibly a different timeline, whatever's going on there, we'll find out soon. Um, Naz- Nazdormu becomes Murazon. But yeah, let's hear what Zaccajazz... I can't I can't not do it <laughs> has. has to say about all of them
1: Magic it is not for small minded mortals The old gods we will all succumb to their will my failure is inevitable Uryzond is inevitable I Will
0: die and the dream itself will become corrupted.
2: Even me, How is
0: that the beating you? heart
1: of the Aspects, will betray you, Tia. Will Alexstrasza become corrupted like the others?
3: How? Okay. first off, we already kind of know about those other three. <laughs> but we got to point out you, Sarah. I get killed. I will die. <laughs> I get killed. <laughs> Wait, that's crude. I mean, yeah, for like 10 seconds before bringing, you know, Taranda and and friends puts her down, but <laughs> that was a little funny. I'm going to die. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you didn't really betray. It was, uh, whatever. Set that aside. Obviously, the most important thing to kind of talk about here is Alex Straza. Right, so because all the other ones we were kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the thing, that's the thing, it's already a thing, already already happened. Now, what do you actually make about this whole possible revelation of Alex Straza betraying stuff? Do you believe it?
2: I don't, because the main thought I had during this whole bit, while I found it interesting, especially as you know, a priest who's has some fun with the shadow once in a while, that. I felt like it was honestly just, you know, Zakaj messing with him. Old God style. And messing with his head. Like, I didn't... I, I, at the time, did not take this as like, oh, all these things are going to absolutely come true and blah, da, blah, da, blah. I took it as, hey, Old Gods know things. And so, of course, they're going to tell their minions to do things. And... Let's mess with Tyr's head for a bit. Some of it's true. Some of it might be true in another possibility. But really, it's about messing with his head. Sure. I I didn't give. I mean, I I and may I just need to listen to it, to it again and really think about it. But like I know at the time, like even just now listening to it again, like I just kept thinking about how it was just simple old gosh messing with them.
3: Okay. Well, let's let's take a step back here for a second and think just and think. Is this truly just old God shenanigans messing with him? Because number one, the time frame in which Zegajaz and Tyr fought, <laughs> it's a long time ago. Yeah. A long friggin' time ago. So this is before even the humans were a thing, right? These But
2: don't old don't gods know all possibilities, like what right, they have known? Right, right, right. And
3: the visions that he was showing were things that happened, right? Yeah. Deathwing succumb to the mm-hmm. void, right? And that happened even after this. You know, Malagos becoming a thing. And that's actually what happened. You know, Nasdormu was still that's still a little fuzzy. We don't know what's going on, but that's what he's been saying. It's
2: inevitable. Ah, it's <laughs> his inevitable. vision's fuzzy too. It's fine.
3: Yes, Sarah Happened. Wait, that yeah. I that, that definitely happened. It, that one was a little like, really, bro? Like that one's not scary. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's just that's that's just the thing that happened. She didn't betray us. It's it's fine. So, the Alex Straza one was obviously the most vague, right? Right. It didn't depict something that we, as the players, already know that happened, but all the other ones, if you kind of think about this, this is a memory, right? That Tyr had that we're playing through his memory. So, this is basically Jazz basically doing an Ilganoth effectively.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: He's basically saying the Golden One sits upon a, a freaking vacant throne. Jin freaks out for a second and then sits down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Still one of my
3: favorite episodes. So, so I ask again, do you believe it? Do you, do you think Alex Strauss is going to do anything? Because all his other examples happened.
2: I want to say no because of two reasons. Yes, the other examples happened. But that doesn't mean that this one's definitely going to happen.
3: That's true. There's because so again, bunch of whispers that haven't happened or we don't know what's exactly,
2: going on. Exactly. And it's just... These are, you know, it's they know all possibilities. So it's a possibility that it could happen. And two, outside, like, there's Nazdormu. We don't know yet what's going to happen with him, Murzon, blah, 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 blah. But outside of Nazdormu, she's the only OG left. Yes. And it's Alex Straza. Like, maybe I, I feel this kinship with her because of various reasons, but I just. I thought you had a kinship with you, Sarah well that too it's a different <laughs> yesara's more more all all encompassing alex Strauss is more mental health related okay
3: okay so let's let's think about this uh who is on the cover of the box okay i think it was alex Strauss. what i'm
2: what, what, what i'm trying to those say die is what i'm saying what i'm trying to say is that okay i've 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 accepted the fact that she might die before the end of the expansion and that pisses me off but if she goes out being corrupted? I'm going to be so pissed. Because she, she, if she's going to go out, like, she needs to go out in the blaze of glory being a hero and saving everyone. Not this corrupted BS. <laughs> <laughs> she deserves... They have put her through hell so many different times that that better not be what happens to her. I'm going to be pissed. So
3: many times so that uh, they literally changed a quest during the uh, PTR because, because it was like... The yeah, original storyline's
2: so messed up.
3: I'm like, let's not do that one.
2: <sighs> I'm so, like, the fact that they made it in to begin with baffles me, but I'm glad they listened to feedback and have
3: tweaked it. Cleaned it up a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, because Alex Straza, out of all of the, of all of them, even even Malagos, who had a, a rough go of it. not going to say that, not going to minimize the trauma that he went through of literally losing his entire Of course family. not, of course. That's a lot. I still think she had it worse. <laughs> like, really bad. Uh, so, yeah. Um, do I do I think that she's going to be corrupted? I, I will actually say, I'm in the same boat as you. Because that one was so meh, right? If this was a memory.
2: That's true.
3: I feel yeah. like it would have been like, oh, this is been happening because, you know, Malagos. Uh, mortals can't have the magic, right? And then Deathwing, you couldn't really hear him. Nazdorm kind of clipped over him. <laughs> right, but yeah. Deathwing's like,
2: oh, that's black.
3: Yeah, that's what he we said. We all,
2: we all know Deathwing, it's yeah, fine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then nazdorman was doing his, his. Ah, oh, geez, Marzon, he's inevitable. And then obviously Yessara, I'm dead. <laughs> 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 and then Alexstrasza, right? Alexstrasza's just like, I'm a, I'm a betray you too. And Kordos, <laughs> I'm with Kordos. How? What? Right. Yeah, so do you, you gotta how? What what the heck would cause her corruption? Do you have any any possible idea of what, what would cause that corruption?
2: Um My quick dirty answer is Zalataph. Because why not? I just need more Zalitaph in my life. But no, I I mean we've have hints here and there that there's something going on in the caverns or something other, all God related. And I mean, she has been through a lot. I mean, she's, she's come close to just quitting on life. Thrall brought her back from the brink. And because she's been through so much, I, c- I can see her being, if, if she broke again, I can see her being susceptible to being corrupted. And I don't know if maybe that's going, that was a, the Blizzard's original plan with that quest line. Like maybe they're going to try to use that quest line that they've now fixed to like break her <laughs> and lead her down that path. I feel like there's better ways to do it. But that's my guess is maybe it's just she gets pushed to the brink again and all gods use as a door to get to her and corrupt her.
3: Yeah, I think that could be a thing, because honestly, I'm just over here asking questions. I don't know what would corrupt her. <laughs> um, she seems she seems like the incorruptible, but at the same time, it's like it is such a trope. In fantasy, then it's, it seems to be always the paladin, right? The uncorruptible one that be, that winds up being corrupted. Like, if you ever play through the original Neverwinter Nights, it's like a 20-year-old game, so... Spoiler warning. My husband loved that game. Fantastic. But one of the main characters um, dies, and it was the husband to a uh, paladin, right? And she well, got corrupted at that point. Alex Straza has lost many a uh, husband, right? So, yeah. um... That, that didn't do it. Um, Alexstrasza lost many a children. Many a children. That didn't do it. Uh, Alexstrasza has lost practically everything at this point And kind of also rebuilt it and everything like that. I mean, it's kind of like the cool thing about this expansion is that kind of a resurgence of it. So I don't know. Like, I don't really know. Like, the fact that she was able to endure that and keep going, maybe with some help along the way with some friends, because hey we all need that sometimes yeah but
0: pfft,
3: <laughs> I got nothing I have no idea literally it's like because I, I have the same issue with um Nazdormu and Mirazan where it's like well, why would he why what he knows the, he I mean, obviously he's like oh time timeways it's fuzzy right so okay maybe he doesn't <laughs> actually know right but if he's supposed to be an aspect of time, he should have already known it when he was an aspect still. And that's yeah, that's OK. Whatever. Yeah. Time travel. It's weird. But anyway, I don't I don't freaking know. But anyway, we don't know what the heck would corrupt Alex Raza, but let's keep going because here didn't exactly believe any of this, even though four out of the five are true. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes the following very drastic action. Enough. Your
1: games end here, Zakaj. Zakajaz. Like <laughs> <laughs> you are broken, Tear. You have failed. And your Frycorn will perish. Corruption will claim you all, even your precious aspects. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you will be proved right that mortals are weak and destined to fall into darkness. Yet the courage of the Aspects and the promise of the mortals fills me with hope. Hope that they will carry on the Titan's legacy. So if by the destruction of this body, you are purged from this
3: world. So be it. Squish. He went boom. Uh, yeah, yep. he, he, he like does supercharge. Pew, 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 pew. And he kills jazz Uh, and as he made are curious, uh, he already mentioned, uh, Kithix already ran away and hid, he abandoned him. And if you don't know... Kithix is the one that was just a weird mound that was uh, kind of like in some weird place in Xandalar, right? And then the friggin' Zandalar trolls accidentally woke him up and then troll wars happened. So there you go. That's There's a fun history between with Kithix as well. All right. So yeah, Tyr killed himself to, to finish it. That's how... And that's what with the paladins, and they're like, "Oh, the legendary battle where he sacrificed himself." Yeah, that's there. It is. That's what happened. Yep. And as many of you already know, that's how he died. Oh, why am I even reading that? Let's see it Anyway, following the death scene, we finish collecting all the memories, and we return to Tearhold to try and bring the big guy back. But he only activates for about five seconds. He's just like, burp, burp, burp. "Nope." And that's all happens. So let's find out what's going on there.
1: Silver Scale. I thought it would be enough. You, Silver Scale brought him back for a moment. Is there more we can do? The timeways grow ever difficult to read.
0: All that is left to do is to prepare for the infinites. There are still avenues to explore. I am sure a new path will become clear to us.
1: I will alert what is left of the silver hand. They may know something, and they deserve to hear of what I witnessed. Whatever may come, with or without tear, we will face the infinites together. We are dragons. We will
2: rise.
3: We will rise. All right, well, what are your your thoughts overall? It was a fun quest. Did you like it?
2: Yeah, it was a fun quest. Again, I like seeing these tidbits from the past and actually getting to play them out. And it's also kind of fun to do it in this way, you know, kind of like how we did with On High Mountain and with Illidan to actually play as these characters and see it from their vantage point. Like, I thought it's it's fun. I really like these.
3: You know, the greatest quest of them all, where you get to do this. I mean, this tier one is great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. But there's one quest above all else where you get to play as someone or something else, and it's just like, ah, Chef's Kiss, the greatest. Do you know what that is?
2: Um, Surfinly Murgleton? Mm, nope
3: no although that would that was it's good it's good
2: that, that was a fun one
3: no my favorite absolute favorite is i believe it's an Oldham where you are just the the giant fiery ball that you're rolling over the like evil gnomes or whatever
2: <laughs> it's like that nomag- one yep, that, that was pretty fun too
3: <laughs> I, love, I love the gnome again that's a good one <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, like playing playing his tier and all that, and like the whole high mountain thing, tying him back to the War of the Ancients, and and like the Illidan where he was like having to sacrifice the the different um, the mages and things like that, so that yeah. he, he could he does. Uh, it it's pretty
2: cool. Getting to see these moments, it's it's really cool. I like it.
3: Yeah, so more of this, please, uh, Stevie D, and and Metzen too. I guess he's he's kind of there now. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so, and the reason why uh, we definitely needed to bring this up is because Alexstrasza herself is calling it out. Who the next enemies will be facing are the infinite dragons in the Mega
0: Dungeon.
3: Mega Dungeon.
2: Good job. Thank you. Mega.
3: Very Mega. <laughs> uh, yeah, because it's a, it's a thing. Yeah, she's like, yeah, well, we got to face the infinites. And it is facing the infinites. And yeah, so any other any other thoughts before we start wrapping up here today? Because we
2: kind of covered it. No, I'm excited. Like, I think we have a couple of ideas of where the story is going to lead to next. You know, if we have the infinite next patch, at some point we're going to get, you know, the Emerald Dream probably and green dragonfly stuff. Eventually, we're supposed to get Gilneas back. I don't know when the hell that's going to happen. But, you know, we we have some ideas of what's going to happen down the road. So um, I'm excited about things.
3: Ten to five. Gilneas. I'll broke. take it. Yeah. It's uh, the war game. We're with the night elves and the night elves, they get the tree and all that stuff. that's okay, probably going to happen. The,
2: I was wondering how it was going to tie in. And then can then see the that. night
3: elves are going to be like, you did this a solid war game. We're going to do you a solid. We're getting Gilneas back. Everyone's getting okay. home back. And we're going to burn down our like city this. again because <laughs> those guys. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but no, I'm I'm super excited for the infinite dragons and the mega dungeon. I think it's gonna be a fun batch.
3: Yep, it's gonna be great. I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I think I think the oh, I got I still got pretty high hopes for this expansion overall. Like you know, ten one five is looking pretty great. I'm looking forward to see the dungeon of Mega Uh, it's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like I this may be the first. Large dungeon that is of, of mega quality <laughs> <laughs> that I try and do on oh, day you're one.
2: Avoiding that so hard. I,
3: I am, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really am. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I want to get in there. I want to. I want to do that freaking dungeon. I want to do it. Um, so yeah, um, what is that? It's gonna be uh, July eleventh. Yeah, I'm gonna be in there. Yep. 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 I'm gonna try to get in there at least by the 12th, because uh, you know sometimes it's a little shaky on the first day. So I don't know. Uh, you you want to do a mega dungeon, mega dungeon, uh, Allie?
2: <laughs> yes, I would love to. Yeah, we'll, we'll super just super we'll excited set about that it
3: because I'll, I'll still be in freaking you know work trip mode. playing. I'm sure we laptop, can set that so, up. Yeah, yeah, that's that's gonna be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to this, uh, this uh, 10:05. And yeah, we've pretty much wrapped up all the stories for 101. So. uh so we wrapped it up, um, you got a job to do. You do your job.
2: I do. I see this job. We're at the end of the show, which means we have some patrons to thank. It's a part of the show where we thank all the patrons who support us and keep the show going. If you'd like to join the ranks and support the show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live laugh floor. Now we have no new patrons this week, but we do like to give a particular special shout out to our top patrons. That includes Marjo, Ikes, Nedun, Live Laugh Pun brought to you by Jin and viewers like you. I hope there's enough puns in here for you, Chris. I oh no, that's not Chris. Who's that one? Kamari. That's Kamari. Okay. <laughs> Dear more The name's been like that for so long. I forgot it's Kamari. Um, Kamari. I don't think there's probably enough puns for you, but there, you know, he slipped something there. And then we have Mud, and there's Chris right there. I see Chris. And Dungeon Master Burke, who did some D&D with us. And good old Mike Smith. Thank you all so much for being our top patrons. It means a lot to us. And we really appreciate every single one of you.
0: Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story.
3: All right. So as we wrap up Pride Month. This is being recorded on the 27th of June. So I can get away with this story. (laughs) A great story was brought to both of our attention from the great and wonderful friend who des- decided to tell me all about Tim Tams and the Tim Tam Slam, and that is none other than the great and mighty Solaris Wesson over there from Australia. <laughs> all yep, right. yep, All right, so he had just gotten back from, and uh, you're gonna help me out here. How do you say that?
2: Arara?
3: Sure, Arara. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, Whatever it is, it's a city-based furry convention, right? And uh, during the last night at the closing ceremonies, um, and they had a, there was a charity auction there, and there were about forty-five uh, auctions, uh, forty-five, well, I guess, it's forty-five auctions, or forty-five yeah, items up for that auction, works, right? yeah. Uh, and when all was said and done, they raised a total of thirteen thousand dollar, thirteen thousand dollar. I can't see. <laughs> words are hard. Reading words <laughs> is hard. <laughs> They raised $13,000 for the Gender Center. And just a quick note on what the Gender Center is, in their own words, the Gender Center is committed to developing and providing services and activities which enhance the ability of transgender, gender diverse, and gender-exploring people make informed choices. The center is recognized as a center of excellence in New South Wales. It was NSW in the thing, but I was like, NSW is New South Wales in Australia. Uh, (laughs) through an Australian Service Excellence Standard Award accreditation and nationally in the delivery of frontline specialist multipurpose services aimed at supporting the transgender, gender diverse, and gender questioning communities across all stages of transition. The service offers support from staff with highly specialized qualifications, skills, experience, and capabilities, allowing the team to respond to the unique needs of this client group through the provision of specialist counseling, psychological and other allied health services, outreach support, case management, family and youth support, homelessness prevention, and intervention services and referrals to help people navigate the healthcare <laughs> system in a safe and culturally competent space. The Gender Center also undertakes advocacy work, resource development, stakeholder training, and corporate education. Whew, they do a lot. They do, they do so many things. So many things. That sounds like a friggin' awesome, awesome charity. So thank you so much, Solarius, for you know letting us know about this and the awesome work that. Again, I'll I'll try it this time. Aurora. Oh, jeez. It's okay. Australian something. I don't know. I'm sure it's like an acronym, or they just shoved it all together. But uh, no.
2: See, from so here in Colorado, we have a city called Aurora. Sure. And that's what makes me think of. So it's like. Uh, Aurora. Oh. It's like an odd 7-0. Okay, yeah. oh. It so is, uh, it is Aurora. See it? Yeah.
3: It is Aurora, but it's since it's a furry convention, they put R-A-W-R for r a r.
2: Rarr. You see it? But it's not R A W though. Oh, it is. There's an R A W R, so it's it's a rawr. I got it. And that would be probably that's probably the name of the convention. Yeah, Aurora. Okay. We got there. We got it took it. a little bit, but we got there.
3: <laughs> it was rough. It was a rough, it was a rough go. We figured it out
2: Rough Get it <laughs>
3: there's, there's your pun Kamari I hope you enjoy it <laughs> I don't know. I think I, it's time to end the episode now I think it is time Cause uh <laughs> I don't know Insert dog pun here I guess
1: <laughs> What?
3: Oh, Cause you said rough Ruff <laughs> oh, tail. I don't know I'm done
2: Yes, you Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Lore If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com If you want to support us on Patreon you can do so by going to patreon.com slash live, laugh, lore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode you can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash And you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash Joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lord. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jen's Joint. And you can follow Ali at K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.